Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. It's the Gridiron Studs Show and the promo that's got the flow. Football knowledge from toe to toe with Amo, Calamino, and the other host. You already know Chad Wilson brings you the show. Dial us up. Give us a call. We're waiting here to talk some ball. 347-633-9365 is the number to call. So don't sit around. No time to stall. Giving you football from wall to wall. And now we give you our two hosts, Amo and Chad, with your breakfast toast. Getting served for you here today. It's the uh, Gridiron Stud Show. We burnt the toast yesterday. I don't know what happened there, Amel. Just uh, blog talk radio being blog talk radio. We got got shafted yesterday. What to say we got that. shafted, and so did our listeners. Everybody got yeah, shafted. Yeah, everyone got the shaft yesterday. Except and, you know, blog talk radio. Well, they got too, because they, they got a bad name. I did tag them on Twitter when I was talking about the troubles we were having, and they you know, gave me a... Typical customer service response. Uh, you know, we're looking. We're very sorry. Our engineers are on it. Yeah, I love that name, it, engineers. Yeah. Some dude. You, you, yeah. Some you mean you mean the guy? You mean the guy in India that you're paying to do this? Yes, the engineer. Well, yeah, maybe. <laughs> maybe it's that, <laughs> or it's some dude in Indiana in a pair of beat-up <laughs> jeans and uh, a long-forgotten concert T-shirt with the server in his closet. You think? Probably. Who the hell knows? But nevertheless, <laughs> we're on today, and we're on for now, so let's just live it up while we can. Several things to get to today, and do remember, it's Straight Talk with Warren Sapp Day here on the Gridiron Stud Show. The NFL Hall of Famer will join us here in roughly 15 minutes to give us his insight, and he always has great insight, on some of the uh, latest and greatest topics in college and NFL football, so can't wait to hear his thoughts on some of the things that were going on. Um uh, Emil, the Patriots are 10 and 0. Should the Miami Dolphins of 1972, however many are remaining, should they be worried or concerned about uh, the New England Patriots right now? Well, the short answer I'll give you real quick is yes. But here's why: they're 10 and 0. Okay, now here's the remaining schedule. They're going to Denver, which is probably you and these remaining as, schedules, man. What am, well, it's important. I mean, you listen. They're on it's a mission. It's always that I mean, team you teams, never expected that gets you. You know how that works. I know how it works, but they're on a mission. Most teams, I agree with you. You know, you don't know who's going to get you. But these guys seem to be on a mission. So, you know, let's look at the remaining schedule. At Denver next week, which I think will be the toughest game, even though the, the, the young quarterback's going to play, I actually think they look better with him right now. So that, that'll be tough. Then they're home with Philly. That's a win, if you ask me. At Houston, who's playing much better, but, mm, yeah, I mean, maybe they're if Houston somehow, but their quarterback situation is a disaster. Please. Yeah, he's Yeah, that's not anyway. And then Tennessee, they have Tennessee <laughs> at home. That's a win. Then they're at the Jets. I guess the Jets have played them tough, so 
that to me is that there's there's two stumbling blocks potential at Denver at the Jets. They're at Miami the last game of the year. What I saw Sunday just doesn't lead me to believe Miami's beating New England if New England's 15 and 0 going into that game. So. Mm. Mm. Uh, yeah, it'll probably be the Eagles that get them. You know, that's how this that's how this whole thing. Oh man, <laughs> if yeah. the Eagles get them, yeah, call, call uh, me the shot. Eagles, the Eagles will get them. Yeah. Okay. So whatever. Whatever. In New um, yeah. That's, yeah. They should be worried. Short answer: Yes, I would get worried right now. That Patriots aren't going undefeated, man. I'm They've not already saying done that, it, but once nevertheless, for the regular season. Yeah, the regular season. It's a totally big, you know, totally different story there. Uh, but nevertheless, um, the other big story yesterday was the. Uh, I don't know, the security uh, for Les Miles there in, in LSU. Um, that was a big story yesterday. The word uh, coming down early on was that he was going to be fired by the end of the day. Uh, it was just so definitive being put out there in social media. Uh, Les Miles did have a press conference on it, and here's a little bit of what he had to say during the press conference. And if you don't mind, I'm going to say that I really said speculation on my job at this point is off limits. And uh, the information that I have is do your job as you would do it. So, And that is something that I took when I took that job 11 years ago. And if, if someone's asking me if I'm um, coaching for my job, I think I've done that for 11 years. You still plan to speak to your team today about your job, like you said, after Saturday? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, this will be it'll be a uh, a warm up for for the uh, team meeting. Lastly, about John Chavis. Typical, uh, typical Les Miles there. Um, just trying to handle this difficult situation as best that he can. Emil, uh could you make a case for Les Miles being fired? No, I told you last show. No, we had yes. I, listen, if he gets fired, there's going to be a line for his services. He's not going to be out of work very long. He's just not. Emil, I have to think this, Emil, that if LSU is firing less miles, because, listen, it's all out there in the open, what he has accomplished, what he's done here, the amount of players he's put in the National Football League, which I believe on opening day uh, LSU Tigers comprise the most of any school that's out there, um, and the amount of success that he's actually had on the field with the LSU Tigers – I would have to say, Emil, there's no way that these folks over there are making a decision like this without having a pretty damn good idea that someone they really want is going to take the job. Whether that is Jimbo Fisher, whether that is Chip Kelly or whoever else, whatever the big name is that uh, they want to see over there in Baton Rouge, there's no way they're making this decision and then going to go about on a search. Agree or disagree? I agree. I mean, well, let me say I agree with the premise and your logic. That doesn't mean these people always act logically. I mean, I agree with what you're saying. You're it's, saying if you look, were in it's charge. Louisiana. Yeah. It's Louisiana. I'm sorry. It, for, it is. Know, all of our listeners. Um, <laughs> you know, but, but by and large, they've handled their football program um, in an intelligent way over the years. So it's not like they're bungling fools when it comes to this whole football thing. If there's two things that are going to be done right in Louisiana, or at least three in Louisiana, they're going to cook right, well, they handle football right, and they handled the, They got lucky. Right. They got lucky the first time because Nick Saban was a guy who did not have a ton of success. 
he wasn't bad, but he wasn't, you know, You're going to call that lucky? Pre- hey, how about they saw something in a guy and made a good hire? Is, I mean, you're going to call that lucky? They're going to call the Nick Saban thing lucky? Come on, man. Nobody's just going to take credit. Why? I'd be the first one to tell you that Pete Carroll hire was lucky. Nobody, I mean, what? I mean, it, they got I lucky. I can't believe somebody park. saw something. They do interviews, Emil. Oh, yeah, okay. Do well, everybody does interviews, but not all of them end up working, okay? Then they got less Hey, miles. before I forget on that, as much as you remember, and I know you follow these things closely, was Pete Carroll hired by a committee or was he hired by an athletic director, as much as you remember about that process? He was hired by Garrett, Mike Garrett, who, by the way, contrary to the way he portrayed in some circles, was a great athletic director at USC, and the only reason he got fired is because when all that – NCAA stuff came, he wouldn't kowtow to the NCAA because he knew what ended up being proved. The NCAA really didn't have a case. They made it up, which came out in the emails. Yeah, well, we don't have Mike, evidence. Poor Mike Garrett got the shafty. Um, you know what? Between you and I, and you know, I'm, I'm sorry to hit you with this curveball, right? but we're going to do this right now, and then it's going to probably lead me to some research that I'm going to present to our, our uh, loyal listeners here. Can you give me the five best hires in the last 20 years of college football? I can give Just you well, off the bat, I'm going Nick. Rank. Let's see. It's pretty easy if I start with Pete Carroll and Nick Saban. Pete I mean, Carroll. Okay. Which, which Nick Saban? Which well, hire? Both. How about twice? Because he, he revived <laughs> an LSU program that had been very mediocre for a long time, and you brought up the name. I thank you for remembering a fellow Paisan, Gary DiNaro or DiNardo, who Jerry, is now Jerry, a studio. Jerry, Jerry. Jerry yeah, Jerry. Yeah. He was not. He was not exactly <laughs> killing it at LSU. Um, Nick came and revived that program, and then fixed Alabama. So I'm going to give Nick Saban twice on the list. Okay. Here's okay. Real easy. Wait, wait. I got four for you. Here. It, which, which, which? We go, uh, and how many times we Pete put Carroll Urban on there? Pete, oh, wait. I think you, you asked me the question. Of course, I put an Urban on there. <laughs> Pete Carroll. Well, we're going to do this together, you and I. Okay, Pete Carroll. Nick Saban one, Nick Saban two, whatever order you want to put those three, I don't care. I'm not going to fight with you, okay? We're just getting them uh, down Urban on the Meyer, board here o- right there. Ohio State, not the Florida one, because Spurrier had handed that program off in good shape, okay? Well, then- so wait, time out, time out, time out. So because the guy in front of him was great, they don't get credit for hiring another great guy. I think you get more credit for doing that. Well, whatever you want, but Urban's only going on there once, so you could pick it because he had two good programs that wasn't like either one was a disaster. Granted, Ohio State was having some, some issues when they I fired I mean, I Trussell. almost want to put Urban on here as the Utah hire, to be honest with you, but whatever. We'll go Florida. Well, listen, why don't you have an Urban Meyer party? Hey, How listen, about we just want everywhere he goes, okay? so Let's make it this. Let's just say this. we got to go, go 10. we got to go 10 because we got to dig here. Let's do some digging. Yeah, Pete. I'm going to dig. I'm, I'm still going, okay? So you got. we'll give you both Urban Myers, both Nick Sabins, Pete Carroll. You're not allowed five. to say Jim Harbaugh because it's too early. Too early. So. Steve Spurrier at South Carolina because that program had not had back-to-back 10-win seasons in its history before he got there. Okay. Uh, Steve the guy, Spurrier, who's South at Duke, Who's at Duke right now? Cutcliffe. Amazing job at a program like Duke. I know this year hasn't been what the last couple were, but amazing job at, at a place like Duke that just doesn't David even care about with. football. Yeah, you don't you don't agree or you do? Uh, yeah, I mean we're gonna do this thing. We might end up with more than ten, and then we'll start acting. The guy at Mississippi topic. State has been nothing short of amazing. Okay, the pro who's the coach on there? Dan Mullen. Uh, Mullen. Dan Mullen. Or, Mullen. Dan Mullen. 
amazing when you consider what Mississippi State was before he got there and what, tragedy, what they yeah, no doubt. They yeah, were a tragedy, no total yes. tragedy, okay? Yes. Now, I'm not going to give the Mississippi coach as much credit because Mississippi over the years has had some pretty decent football. Not great they always, have. but they have. So uh, Mississippi State was a tragedy. I put him there. Um, mm. Can I count Bill Snyder at Kansas State because he came to no. a tragedy, fixed it, left, and then they no. No, he beyond, fixed the second tragedy. beyond 20 years. And you know I'm a Bill Big Snyder fan, but we're going to keep him No, no, wait, but he left. Hot. Don't you remember? He left for a period of time. It was really easy to bring him back, Hamel. Really, like, you were here, you were winning, We, you left, sucked, they called him up, brought him back. No wizardry there, I'm sorry. Okay, okay. <laughs> and I can't Just, count the first time? I'm How about Bob being... Stoops at Oklahoma? We're kind of forgetting that. Bob Stoops came to an Oklahoma Is he beyond 20 years? No, it's not. He came in 1999. Seems like 20 years ago to me. Yeah, it seems like right. 20 years. You forget John Blake handed off a team that was going 3-8. and eight. Okay. Yeah, good old John Blake. We're going to throw Chip Kelly in there. I don't think there'll be any uh, well, opinions on it. Well, we can... How about, you know, you got to remember, Bilotti was probably a better hire further out. Bilotti fixed Oregon. Kelly inherited what was already a really good program. Oh, and, you're, and, just, and, you're tough. You're real tough there. I'm man. tough? You're, yeah, you're tough. Yeah, but which, which national championship that Kelly won do you like better? Oh, wait, he didn't win any. Neither okay. did Bilotti, thank you very much. Exactly. Not everyone, so on this handed, list, not everyone on this list has won national titles. I'm not by saying the way, that. I'm saying, I'm saying it behind. wasn't any great. Listen, he won a couple Pac-12 championships. He lost with better teams to Stanford a few times, that I recall. Um, got to a national title game. Got beat. Uh, he had it good. He had it going pretty good. But Bilotti inherited a disaster. I mean, people forget Oregon had those silly Disney uniforms, and they were winning two games a year when Bilotti got there. <sighs> when they hire Bilotti. That's beyond twenty years. He was in the so he was in the eighties. I'm not saying you could put him he's on the out. list. He's I out. think he can't even. You know, yeah, you put can't put Bilotti on the list. Okay, listen, put you want Chip Kelly put on, on your list? Put Chip. Put Chip in there. Um, put Chip on the list. Go ahead. Let's keep going. Greg Schiano at Rutgers. Mm, I don't know. I don't Al know. Al at Temple. <laughs> I'll tell you what, don't laugh. It's too early yet, but the guy at Temple right now will be on my list all day, every day. Oh, we could go with three too earlys right now. Like the four yeah. too earlys would be Harbaugh at Michigan, uh, Herman at, at, uh, at, at Houston, Fuentes at Memphis. We're not doing that. Cause those but let me explain. Sometimes the they Harbaugh, crash and burn. Like, yeah, what if you would have said Larry Coker? What if you would have said Larry Coker in the middle of 2001? Everyone was a genius, right? Yeah, I agree. No, I agree. Herman, I'm not going to even put on the list probably at any point because, again, Houston's had good football over the years. People might forget we're a little bit older. We remember they've had some good football here and there over the years. Uh, I definitely, Temple and Memphis, to me, if they keep going, you've got to put those guys eventually on the list because those two programs were, were always tragedies, and now they're actually v- very respectable. So. I Listen, Temple was not always a tragedy. Al Golden came in there and turned them around. Yeah, they won what seven but, games? They played in a bowl game. They won nine. Thank you very much. You better learn your Al okay. Golden history. Okay. Stop playing around. He had people one down here. here. This guy. If, people we're down, see if my this local guy listeners. <laughs> my local listeners. Okay, are uh, going to get all over you if you say 
anything dissenting about Mr. Al Golden. One of the well, greatest Charlie Strong, hires ever. One that? of the greatest hires ever who won't make our list is a guy from your school, Howard Schnellenberger. I mean, he's too far out, but that was probably one of the greatest of, hires yeah, of, of all in time. the history of college football. Of all time, does Charlie Strong at Louisville make this list? Mm, I don't know. That's hard. I mean, I guess. I mean, he was a great hire there. It's hard. You know, it's hard when you, when you give me a guy like Strong, who hasn't done anything yet at Texas, and so I, so I'm kind of got that fresh in my mind. I mean, probably if I go back and remember the days at Louisville, I'd say, yeah, no problem. The Texas okay. thing is kind of clouding my vision. Oh, you're, you're holding the you're holding the current against his past. Is that what you're doing? Yeah, I mean, is that what you're doing there, The guy friend? at Florida is on the list of too early right now, but so far returns have looked pretty good. No, it looks pretty good, but you know, again, can't can't do it in that first year. Or I think even the sec- I think you need at least three years. You know, I'm big. You know, I'm a big uh, got to be five years thing. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. Um, One thing that, I'm sure that's is Lane Kiffin's not on the list. It's easy to eliminate people. Lane Kiffin? No, he's gone. Yeah, I can't include Kiffin. What do you think about that? That's genius on my part, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, true. True, very true, very true. So here's what we got. I think, you know, obviously we've got a top ten here. Uh, Pete Carroll, I don't know if we could rank these things. We probably need some time to really think about this. But let's see if we've got – let's see if we can get a top three out of this. Here's what we got. Pete Carroll, USC. Uh, Urban Meyer, Ohio State, Nick Saban, Bama, Nick Saban, LSU, Urban Meyer, Florida, Steve Spurrier, South Carolina, David Cutcliffe, Duke, Dan Mullen, Mississippi State, Chip Kelly at Oregon, Bob Stoops, Oklahoma. And I'm, you know, I'm not going to do the Charlie Strong thing. So what's our top three? I'm putting Pete Carroll there just so you don't have to say it and have people throw stuff at you because you're a, a big U.S. Well, I mean, homer. okay, let's, let's review resumes. Carroll, you almost have to put there. He's there nine years. Went to seven straight. Yeah, we don't BCS even need to spend. Games. We don't yeah. even need to spend. Yeah, he won time six on of them. Pete He's there. Saban has Pete. to be there at Alabama because the guys right. won three national championships. Now we're fighting for that third spot. The third spot to me you, is you it know, Urban at Florida. He won. What do he win? Yeah, I was going to say that. You know, as impressive as he's been at Ohio State. First year he goes undefeated. He's on the probation, can't be in anything. So he goes twelve and zero. He comes back last year. He goes fourteen and one and wins the national championship this year. Um, I dare say a ten and one team that's underachieved. So I'm a little disappointed with what I've seen. Uh, you know, I thought the product on the field this year was was average most of the time. And then when they got their big shot against Michigan State, they lost to the backup quarterback. So for me. Um, I'm going to have to go Urban first time round to Florida where he won the championship in 2006 and 2008. And just he had a team sort of like Carroll's. They were just rolling. I mean, they were in BCS games all the time. And so, yeah, I mean, I, okay, I, I would so we'll, say we'll call that our top three. And maybe at some point later on we'll uh, we'll mess around with how we rank all the rest of these. And perhaps we forgot someone. You know, we just kind of sprung this out of uh out of the blue i'm sure there's a higher or two or three that we've uh missed there um you know maybe mac at a at a at a texas you know perhaps you you throw him in there somewhere well here's mac one Brown. that you, you might you might scoff at but i want you to consider the vein I, I say it in i mean brian kelly at notre dame has done a hell of a job i mean if you really consider what he 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 took over at notre dame a team that really they'd win their eight games by beating the Temples and Navies on their schedule. They were getting run mm-hmm. out of the building every year by USC. 
Uh, they yeah, have lost eight or in, nine I'd in a row. I definitely put them into consideration. Yeah, yeah. You, you yeah, you that wouldn't be such a there. hard sell on me. Not no, at all. Not, not at all. Sell. Not at all. Yeah. Well, uh, I don't what know. Are you Matthew maybe McConaughey? Maybe, not, <laughs> maybe at all, not at all. Not at all. Not at all. Right. All right. Maybe all right. we can ask our special <laughs> guest coming on uh, what he thinks about our list and if we forgot anybody. Hall of Famer Warren Sapp is on with us right after this. Yeah. Yeah. Halloween. Taliban. Taliban. Yeah. Jump in, jump in, jump in. Them boys up to something. They just smell like tools. Hey, hey, hey. Do you love fantasy sports? Do you love money? Do you love excitement? Well, get ready, because you may have found your heaven. FanDuel has combined all of these great things into one amazing website. Turn your love for sports into money and excitement with one week and even one day fantasy leagues with a chance for enormous payouts. FanDuel pays out over $10 million in winnings weekly to its members. That's right, $10 million. One member has made over 600000 playing in their league. Another customer entered a one day contest for $25 and get this, cashed out $25,000 that day. FanDuel even offers a 100% money-back guarantee. Sign up now and join a league. If you don't absolutely love it, they'll give you your money back. You can enter leagues for as little as $1. For a limited time, FanDuel is offering a 100% deposit match bonus to Gridiron Stud Show listeners. That's right, they'll match your initial deposit all the way up to $200. What more can you ask for? Just head over to FanDuel.com right now and enter the promo code GRIDIRONSTUDS when you sign up. But you better hurry. The match bonus is going to end soon. Just head over to FanDuel.com and enter the promo code GRIDIRONSTUDS. Do it now! Blog Talk Radio is pissing me off, messing up the commercial there. Yeah, I've seen this funny thing on Facebook, Emil. It's uh, a picture, a side-by-side picture. One uh, on the left side is uh, Serena Williams. On the right side is uh, Caitlyn Jenner. And uh, <laughs> under under uh, Serena Williams, they say America is like, she looks like a man, talking about Serena Williams, and then uh, Caitlyn Jenner, she's beautiful. Like, what's wrong with us? She looks like a woman, right, exactly. Yeah, yeah, what the, what's, what's, what's really the matter with us? So, uh, I don't listen, know. You're, you're, you're asking the wrong guy. I got in a huge debate yeah, over the weekend with a mine with I'm that whole Caitlyn moved, Jenner stuff. I'm moving to Trinidad. I know you're a big Caitlyn Jenner supporter. You've said that many times here on the show. Oh, yeah, yeah, just amazing. <laughs> Woman of the, it's amazing that the woman of the year, according to whatever time or people, whoever it was, has isn't a even prick. a woman for a year. Well, yeah, she has she has hasn't even been a woman for know. a year, but she's the woman of the year. Well, this seems uh, an appropriate time to uh, bring on our Tuesday special guest. Um, yeah, we never did ask him about the whole Caitlyn Jenner. I'm pretty sure I know how he feels about Serena Williams, but uh, Caitlyn Jenner probably has a pretty strong opinion on that. Warren Sapp joins us here on the Great Iron Stud Show as he does every Tuesday. Mr. Sapp, Caitlyn Jenner, good. fan? Good morning, fellas. Good morning. Good morning, Warren. That's how y'all that's how y'all that's how y'all hit your ball? That's the intro. 
That's the intro That's today, it. man. I lost right, I lost right. my I think, Warren Sapp straight I think, talk I think, intro. I think I, I think I I think I was listening to you guys just a second ago and I think somebody <laughs> said the P word. Uh did we? It didn't end with an which, S though. Which <laughs> what <the> P word? <laughs> now, somebody, now I'm nervous. Somebody, what the hell did I say? PR. Yeah, what did, did we somebody, say? Did, did, did somebody say a prick? No, yeah, I did say yeah, prick. Oh, I, he I said that. You yeah, said that. Yeah, yes, I yeah, said our yeah, woman yes, of the did. year has yeah. a prick. What's wrong with it? Yeah, yeah. In this country, I, I, that's that's it. That's the, that's the end of discussion <laughs> for me. If you still if you still have him down there, and I know he has a name because we all name right. it. So I mean, as soon as you, you chop him out, then we'll throw you into the to the ladies category. But right. you know, yeah, no. What now, are we going to do? That he still wanted to, you know. Have be women, women relations, but he just wanted to dress a certain type of way and feel a certain type of way. So, well, wait, let me ask you something. And I, 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 the land of the and the home of the MF Brave. So leave it alone. <laughs> do what you want to do. Wait, do I gotta do. ask you. I gotta ask you a question. I'm being serious. I don't want to turn. I'm, I'm being. I got a friend of mine put up something about that over the weekend on social media. Okay. He agreed with me, and other people chimed in. I said, "Listen, I don't really care. I'm more one of these people. I don't care what you do as long as you're not hurting anyone else. You uh-huh. want." Do something, go do it as long as you're not hurting anyone. Uh-huh. Here's my only take with that. Wouldn't you define that? At least I do, as a, as some sort of mental illness that we need to some somehow figure out. And I'm not smart and enough, and I don't have a degree in that, so I'm not about to try to diagnose anybody. Hmm. I definitely yeah. don't think. I definitely, Emma. I definitely don't think that Caitlin, Bruce, or whatever you want to call him, her, or you know, however you want to categorize it, is hurting anybody. No. No. Definitely actually, not. what he's doing is giving no, people until, that actually have, you know, you know the, the war thing is crazy. That, that, that's, that's just wild. I, I agree with the people mm-hmm. that sent the one back. That was like, you know, mm-hmm. I, can't, I can't put my name beside it. You know, I, I got to send it back. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right. I, I, you know, do that. You know, yeah. Stand, yeah, I mean, take a stand like that. My whole but, thing mean, was the ESPN. They gave him that award. And, come on, and that his... was crazy. And it was a military veteran or something underneath it or something. That was crazy. That's and there crazy. was a girl that played through brain cancer before passing away. Unfortunately, yeah, played crazy, high school basketball. Crazy. You can't, you can't, you can't do that. But you can yeah. in, in, in in today's instant gratification world that we're living in. Yeah, we can. Okay, we well, can. Did hey, I gotta ask this question? Robin Roberts ever get an award like that from ESPN? I mean, she used to work stop there and it, overcome it, cancer. It, ha- has it, she? Stop it! Stop it! That's disgusting. Stop it! Man. Man. Stop it. I mean, we 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 roll out a bunch of people who who are worthy and deserving of awards, and they skip over. I mean, that's for even. The high, a, but that's for a the former media employee that, that's of ESPN. That, that, hey, not no former. Hey, ABC is still owned by this. All the Disney, this all Disney Channel, this all well, the Disney yeah, family. You know, if, it, if we're going to go that umbrella. route, yes, it's the but same she was umbrella. actually in in ESPN. I know, and still there when they do some basketball. I'm sure. I mean, just I mean, come on, you, you, I mean, come on, stop. You know, you can run down a list of foolishness that they they give out awards for. Come on, you know. This. Speaking of a list, did you hear our list of great hires in college yes, football? Yes, I, I like the top three. You them? can't put Mac Brown in. You can't. You can't. You can't. No. No. What, what Matt, make Matt was 10? very good, but he never got over the hump enough for talent. Mac, Mac, Brown, Mac Brown wasn't even coaching in his last five years. So. <laughs> Man, what, what was the last time before Mac Brown that they won a championship at Texas? Uh, 1960. There you go. You got to give Mac 70. 70, buddy. Yeah. My bad. It, it was BS, and that's before yeah. Sapp. 
<laughs> yeah, it was before SAP. That's right, BS, before SAP. It was before SAP, baby. <laughs> Did we miss anyone on that list? As no, I, 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 I heard the list, and I like the list. I mean, because y'all were talking about in nowadays, in the modern Yeah, era, last 20 right? years. Yeah, last yeah, 20 yeah, years. yeah, yeah, yeah. Not last 20. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It excludes Erickson in the last 20, because he's got to go back to 89 to get him hired. And then he's yeah, I have to admit, my, my, yeah, my guy that I pulled up from your school was the best probably yeah, ever, 60, perhaps. Yeah, 63 and 9, no doubt about it. Snellenberg. <laughs> yeah. Kick that whole no, thing no, off. No, 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 the other one. Erickson. Oh, Erickson. Yeah, 63 and 9. Yeah. <laughs> he's the greatest. He's a All great right, hire. Uh, Emil, I'm going to turn it over to you because we definitely got some things Sap needs to go. Uh, give us. We got all kinds of things. Let's and go, don't forget, at the, end, at the end, Sap, I got to find out about your Thanksgiving plans because everybody's got Thanksgiving on their mind. But now, no I've got to ask Because I already this. told you, don't talk to me about no football until after you eat your turkey. So I want to know you eating your turkey at, no doubt. Okay. I'll be, I'll be, I usually eat my turkey, by the way, during the Lions game because I don't feel bad about missing a couple quarters of that. Oh, yeah. Wow. I never, never feel bad about missing a Lions game. But they're on a hot streak right now. they got two in a row. I know. They're on a hot streak, and the Eagles are coming. Now, let me ask you, what is it, what do you make of this whole the, 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 the girl that's offended or the mother with, with uh, the Cam Newton uh, gesture? I mean, I see Stop Aaron Rodgers do that Stop all the time. Stop Aaron, Aaron Rodgers is Stop crazy. It. Stop it. I read an article. And you know, I, 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 you know, normally you don't. I wouldn't tell somebody to go to Deadspin, but there's a there's an article on Deadspin, and it was like the last haven of, you know, like the society where we we haven't crossed over because you know you got to a certain point, you know, because mm-hmm. when Tom Brady scores his touchdown, he's you know and he gets and he spikes it and oh, you know he's firing up his team and oh what a mm-hmm. leader and everything like that. When I heard Cam Newton say his son said dab mm. on them fools, that it's over. <laughs> it's over. I mean, it's over. It was over for me at that point. I mean, once I once I see the brother walk up to the to the to the podium and say, my son, you know, I hit my son on the way out of the door. What you want me to do today if I score dab on them fools, that it's over. Well, I, I, I was dabbing with him Sunday. Come on with it, then. Let's get it. I mean, come on, man. <laughs> We playing a kid's game, getting the king's ransom. There's no more touchdown celebration. There's no more, you know, thinking of something wild and going out doing it on Sunday. So we can't I mean, and then I'm trying to figure out what Tennessee mad about. Everybody scores on y'all.
My child told me to go do Dancing with the Stars. I came in second place. You know what I'm saying? You, this is what you do for <laughs> your children. By the way. <laughs> hey, I baby, watched that. Yeah. Listen, after I did the first week, my little girl came to me like, Dad, my birthday is the finals week. I'm like, man, I was thinking about six, seven weeks to be around here. You know? <laughs> <laughs> I kept, she, she want me all in. So I was, yeah, you got to go I kept all saying to my wife when you were dancing, I said, you see why he was a good defensive tackle? Look at him. He's light on no, his feet. No, no, your wife, your wife's like, no, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> she didn't know why you're a good defensive tackle. No. I want to dance with him. Yeah, that's all they were thinking. I want to <laughs> dance with him. He, he, he'd be all over the dance floor. We'd never get yeah. knocked over. Yes, that's I, I know this. Trust me. I went through the whole process. I loved it. Yeah, it was a great now, time. But listen, I got to tell you something. I was doing something. it for my child. That's what I'm trying to tell you. When your child asks you for something, you do it. No you doubt do about it. it. Yes. I'm the atypical white guy. I love the celebrations in the NFL. Okay, now most, you know, I hear these white guys tell me, you know, act like like you've been in the end zone before and hand the ball to the ref. It's like, listen, I want to see a guy get excited when he does something good. You score a touchdown, jump up, dunk the ball to the goalpost. Do do something nice like what Cam was doing, you're like, uh. Uh, okay, I feel it. Like when they like when they bouncing the ball, like the Chris Johnson thing when they doing that, that was cool. Now, yeah. what Chad, now what Chad Johnson was doing with the coat and foolishness like that, that was too much. There, there's, right. a, there's a there's a line. There's a line. There's you a line. You know, like the icky shuffle, that was nice. Like the bob and weave that you know uh, St. Louis had, that was nice. The 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 Smurfs, uh, the fun bunch thing they had and what, that was nice. I mean, that that there's some nice ones. But then that's well, I can tell you, you're going to disagree with me, Sap. My favorite one, one of them ever, that made me almost roll off my couch laughing that night, and I'll never forget it, was when Terrell Owens caught the touchdown, pulled the Sharpie out of his sock, and signed the ball and gave go, it to a go, kid. Go, I almost go. cracked First up. First of all, I agree with you, Emil, because the, we play the most humbling game on earth. The most humbling game on earth we play. And for you to stick a Sharpie in your sock to say, I'm finna go to the house, and then go to the house, yeah, sign that ball and give it up. No doubt about yeah. it. Yeah. No I thought it was great. No doubt about Think it. Think about that. No doubt about it. You got to be pretty I get in fights. I get in fights with guys all the time when they complain about baseball players hitting home Listen, runs and getting now, excited. Now, that was the one, now, that was the one that really started a brouhaha when your boy uh, B- Batista hit that home run and flipped that bat. Oh, you don't know. No, so, I'm a big fan. Yeah, oh, you, oh, you don't know. I was in Puerto Rico when this happened. Oh, my God. I'm a big baseball guy, so I played, and I have a bunch of friends that all want to tell me about baseball. They love baseball. These guys still play. Some of them are in their 40s, fast pitch, all that stuff, and they're telling me how he should act like he hit a homer before I could listen. <laughs> I pitched. Let me tell you what my theory is. If I don't want a guy celebrating, I don't throw him a ball that he can hit 500 feet. If he Thank hits you. it 500 feet, good for him. Thank you. I who are the people said, that are really that always, mad, though? Who, who are the listen, people that are really that mad about that? The, you really want to know? The, old white guys. Yeah. Old white guys. They hate it. Old white guys. The traditionalists of the game. The traditionalists of the game. That is not how you act. You do not show up your opponent. You do not flip your bat and act like you've never hit a home run in your life. Really? Yeah, okay. Is well, that, uh, that, tell me that, about Is that what you're doing? I want to know the dude that's saying that, that hit the home run in, in that kind of game, and I want to see his reaction. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, put his head down and jog around that's the bases. All. I'm letting that's you know all. right now. Yeah, if I smoke one 400 when you, feet, you're going to know no, about it. 
Dog, you know this like I do, Chad. The the amount of preparation that goes into a ball game when the opportunity meets that preparation and you make that play, man. Yeah, you're going to let people know. And it's just the way they get excited. Listen, man, there's a rule in the NFL. You can't take a helmet. I think it had a lot to do with it. I mean, I say Emmitt Smith used to take his helmet off. I mean, y'all wasn't mad at him. I mean, but I think we might have. We might have started that trend, huh, Sal? Hey, man, I used to there, we couldn't boy, keep our to, helmets on. Boy, Lamar told me this when I was <laughs> on my recruiting visit. You got to let him see that pretty face. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we couldn't keep our helmets on, Emil. I mean, them things well, were coming off. This is a good topic. Stay, stay with me here because I have a question for both of you. I think this is the business. Here's what's interesting to me about the NFL. They don't want guys taking their helmet off. Now, I've always said this. The NFL tries to sell the emblem, the brand, the shield. They almost want the majority of players Wrong. to be nameless and faceless. Wrong. Wrong. The shield and the team. That's right. Okay. Well, yeah, but they don't sell the player. See, the NBA sells the player. When you get a pregame for the NBA on Christmas, you can't, it's you can't, LeBron you can't, James. I can't, I can't sell you something that I'm trying to replace in the, within three years. Right. Mm. Exactly. Right. I understand. But you, so you agreed. So they I, don't I'm sell a player. So I'm, so I'm going to sell you the Dolphin Colors. I'm going to sell you the Dolphin Cheerleaders. I'm going to sell you the Dolphin Stadium. I'm going to sell you the experience of the game. Do you agree right. with that approach? Who? You. Do you agree with that? No, because I'm the pig. I gave him myself. No doubt about it. It has to be more than just a shield. But that's what we're talking about what they believe. We're not talking about what it should right. be, right? No, I'm just right, but that goes back what, to what, what you, you said. They don't want your helmet off because they don't want people to see. I got a medal for see. you. I, it was a time when you even you couldn't even trade teams. You wasn't even you were never getting out of the team. That's why there was so much hate in between the teams because you knew once you were a Pittsburgh Steelers or a Dallas Cowboy, you were never going to be anything else. That's right. right. This is true. That's right. Yeah. Vince Lombardi was famous for threatening players that he would trade them, you know, because they were in Green Bay, and he'd say, listen, I'll trade you, and at the time, let's say Pittsburgh was horrible back in the 50s and 60s, I'll trade you to Pittsburgh, or I'll, I'll trade, trade you to, to Philadelphia. Let's, let's just go give it a real, let's not, let's not go with a, a, t- a team that has that many Super Bowl. Let's go, let's go with New England if we go back in the day, because we know New England wasn't good back in the day. <laughs> right. <laughs> we right. attack them right. back in the day. Yeah, you get traded to New England. It's cold, it's miserable, and you're going to lose games. Yep. Yep. No, yeah. you're right. It's 100. Yeah. percent Hey, we got a you question trade, for you I'll now. I'll trade you to Cleveland. Question. I'll trade you to Cleveland. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, leave Cleveland alone, would you? The hey man, hey man, the mistake by the lake is always there. It's, it's easy. It's low. It's, it's low hanging fruit, man. How about Johnny Manziel? You can't go there. I mean, the whole thing about it is he was he was, he was progressing, playing well in football games, and everybody was trying to figure out why the coach wasn't making him the, the starter. Mm-hmm. Guess we'll figure out why. Yeah. Yeah, well, you'll poor amazed, Johnny, poor be, Cleveland be, Browns. You'll be, just... you'll, be amazed, you'll be amazed at the resources that they have at at, 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 at at hand to find out the information that they're looking for. <laughs> now you figured out why why he wasn't why he wasn't made to start a quarterback because they knew. Come on, man. They knew, right? Yeah. yeah well, let me ask you. Uh, we, hey, we got let some me, football. Let me, let me jump off the topic here. right quick. Sap, hold on right quick. Um when you were leaving Tampa Bay, how much control did you have over where you were going next? Oh, except and, 
I was, mm-hmm. I was only, I was only going, I was only offered. You know, you you got to take the offers that you have, and I had two at the time. I had Cincinnati gave me an offer, and then I had the Raiders have give me an offer, and I didn't want to be like, oh, you know, like smoked turkey or something sitting there, or like beef jerky sitting around. You know, I, I don't think beef <laughs> jerky gets better sitting around myself. You know, fresh pack, you yeah. open it, you go. And I, 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 got I just you. wanted, to, I just wanted it over with because I, I knew I was only going to do four more years. Mm-hmm. Oh, so you knew this? You 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 knew you knew when it was, it was going to end plan. for you. It was my plan. Okay. I was okay, not going to play and, and look like Kobe Bryant. <laughs> good, good you, you, you were going to go out still a good football player. No, I was going to go out on my terms, and I right. wasn't a good I wasn't a good football player at that point when I when I when I ended. I was an okay football player at that point. Wow. Yes. You know what? Someone tell that's, Kobe that. to hear an athlete say that. That's actually. Really amazing. An, ex, an ex-athlete. I'm well, just I know, but I mean, now. you know what? Most people aren't, <laughs> Listen, aren't, aren't yeah, introspective that, enough to say something that's like why, that. That's why I always said I was cut from a different cloth, because I knew what my square was, and I knew what my limitation was. And when I didn't want to watch myself on film anymore, it was over. Right. Yeah. And I think a lot of people need to acquire that skill. Know what oh, you are in life. Oh, my goodness, they do. Oh, my goodness, yeah. they do. But I give you credit, you know, Sap, because most people, you know, when they go out of something, you know, I I always like to see someone go out like that as a fan. It hurts me to watch somebody um, where the game retires them. There's a great line in that movie Moneyball where Billy Bean's talking to David Justice in the batting cage, and he says, listen, you know, you're going to or, or there's a line, I shouldn't say justice, there's a line in the movie that says, listen, you're going to be told you can't play baseball anymore. For some of us, it's going to come when we're 20. For some of us, it's going to come when we're 40. But at some point, somebody's going to tell you, listen, you can't do this anymore. And I always hate to see people go out where they're nowhere near what they were. You know, I, I understand we all age. But no, like, no, I got uh, this for you, Abel. How can you watch that yourself? Yeah, how does Kobe look? Someone who's very hard on teammates. No, how does no, Kobe that, that, go no, back no, no, and no, look no. at himself? Not, not hard on teammates, hard on himself. True. Yeah, so, because, I mean, because there's no way you you exude this this force or this you know this is how we do it to to guys when you know you can't do it anymore. When I went to Oakland, the best thing that ever happened to me was Derek Burgess showed up. I was like, thank God. They, I mean, and, and, and you know, I, I looked at him. I said, boss man. I said, leaders. He said, what? I said, dog. I watch you go in that weight room twice a week, lift weights, condition yourself. I say, I can't do it every day. I said, you going to keep me young. I said, you going to keep mm-hmm. me young. I said, I wouldn't be foolish enough to get in front of you the way you're looking like, man, what the hell is old man doing in front of me? Go. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to see if I can keep up with you. At no point, yeah. as, a, as a great athlete, can you fool yourself. That's what, right. I, that, that's what bothers me all the time, like Kobe. I mean, dog, you you done, you done told your Achilles, you done told your shoulder, you done told the knee. I mean, that was the only is two it, things in the world that's undefeated. If Father Time is it the money? can't talk about the other one. Yeah, well, the, <laughs> the the P word that does end with a Y. Mm-hmm. Uh, is it the All money? Day. All day. It, it can't be the money. Mama didn't divorce We could say he doesn't need it. She didn't, but... she didn't take half. I mean, she's still there. Yeah, I know. $3 million yeah. kept him kept her away from half. That's what I'm telling so. you. And now the man that got $48 million in two years, come on, can't be the money, dog. So what do well, you, you think know, is going it, on there? What's going on there? Yeah, what is going Kobe on? Bryant still trying to play ball. Hey man, we all know an athlete, and we can go out through the history of time who bounced the ball one too many, who, who walked out on the court one too many times, who 
Mm-hmm. Ran out that car one too many times. Who got in the yeah. ring one too many times. Who, By the way, Bernard Hopkins is going to fight again. Hey, hey man. Look, Bernard Hopkins fighting those. again? Again. He's in the ring again. Oh, God. Well, nothing, nothing was harder for me as a young guy, as a Muhammad Ali fan, watching Larry Holmes. Larry Holmes cried after killed that fight. He used to be Muhammad him. Ali's sparring Almost partner. Killed him. Almost killed yeah. him. Man, I, mean, I couldn't geez. watch. And I, know, I, and I know Sap likes this guy, too. This is, you know, this is a Florida boy. Uh, I couldn't watch Roy Jones at the end. That jump oh. hurt. Oh. So, you know. Oh, um, no, yeah, Roy, some guys that don't want to let it go. No, Roy, personally. Yeah. And you get a call. Hey, dog, you going to come to the fight? And you're like, uh, that's mad <laughs> the kids. I, the kids got me this week, man. <laughs> Something, yeah. man. Yeah. Anything but the You don't want to see that. Are you kidding me? Oh, you don't want to watch this, man. It's just bad. I mean, we, we, we all know the athletes to do it. I mean, it's just. It's something in us that say, yeah, I can do it again. I don't know. I, it's funny, Seth. That, that didn't took happen this conversation to you, exactly where I was going with it because my next question mm-hmm. football-wise was, <laughs> you know, the Broncos actually, to me, seem more dangerous right now with this young guy, a quarterback, than what, what, I, what I was seeing from, from Peyton Manning, who I think is a guy, unfortunately, who's hung around. Let's not be so – Ready to to to, to, to annoy Brock Osweiler? As the, <laughs> Jesus, are you kidding me? You know who's yeah, coming? You know, you know, they're going to get Manning right now. They're going to get Phil You know, you know who's coming this week, film. right? You know who's coming this week, right? New England. I know. Thank you. And you know, know what Bill Belichick do to quarterbacks? You will not have your number one receiver or or or, or the look you're looking for. It's over. So, so you expect you a do? long a long evening for uh, Brock. Hey man, and, uh, I, you seen that offensive line against the Chicago Bears? I thought it wasn't Peyton Manning's help. I thought it was the old line. After I watched the first quarter, I'm like, Lord, they didn't want to put him in front of this old line. That's what this is. It has nothing yeah, to do with his health. I mean, that old line looked like Swiss cheese for a minute. What? And you tell him to go to New England with this boy Chandler coming off the edge, and you know they said, I mean, easily in them other boys in the middle. You finna, you finna deal with a pass rush here, cause you know Tom's going. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, I still feel that while while I, I understand your point and I agree that this kid probably will struggle mightily, I, I, it, it hurts me to watch Peyton as a football fan. Mightily, okay. What mightily. mightily? What, what, do you, what do you expect this quarterback rating to be? In this game? Yeah. Not very good. Oh, okay. Uh, <laughs> wait, 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 what's the over on the 50? Uh, yeah, I'd probably place it at about in today's game with the rules. I think you and you could probably get fifty, and you're not a quarterback. I, I'm going to put it at seventy. Oh no, all the money in the world, I'm taking the under. Okay, well there we go. We have a straight talk right there. There it is. There's no way he's hitting eighty, and I'm telling you, I'm putting it at fifty-five. The old run, I put it at fifty-five. No way. Wow. No way. No way. Okay. So are you calling a blowout? Are you saying this is a, a Patriot blowout? I'm talking about the quarterback. We weren't talking about the football game itself. Oh, okay. Just the quarterback. The you pa- think it could be a pa- low-scoring pa- game. But the Patriots will win by 10. Okay. Oh, there you go. Fair enough. All right. Should the Dolphins be worried, Tap? Because it could, is this, Dolphins. How do we get on the mullets? Well, because <laughs> the Patriots are going to be eleven and zero according to you, and that would oh, put yeah, them. Oh, no, yeah, oh, oh, yeah, oh, you're talking about the chance of the, of the Dolphins winning the yes. game. Oh, okay, we'll we'll get no, to no, that no, next no. Week. Talking about talking about the undefeated 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. Patriots 70. coming to the Dolphins, and the Dolphins are ruining the season. I got it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got no, it. no, no. Should the 72 Dolphins be worried that the Patriots are, are going to maybe run the table? No, because the 72 Dolphins waited all the way to the Super Bowl, the last drive, to pop that champagne the last time the Patriots did this, right? Yep. Yeah, that yeah, that so. that was uh that was the one that probably should have made him the most nervous. Part. Yeah, it mounts. The, the 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 pressure mounts and a whole bunch of this and that goes down. But boy, that, that, that's a good football team with 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 a, with a great defensive coordinator and Belichick that's seen pretty much everything that you can show at him. And if they stay healthy. It's tough to beat them. That's, that's what uh, I, I think. That's what everyone's that. thinking. Hey, yeah. if they if they healthy, it's tough to beat them. I mean. Even with that weak secondary, I mean, jeez, wow. they get it done with people you would never expect they to get, get it done with. They get it done with the scheme, and the people in the scheme believe in the scheme. That's all you got to do as a defense. That's why we were so good. That's why they played Tampa two in Barrow, Alaska. That's why they played Tampa two in Japan. In Japan. That's why they mm-hmm. play it in every place you can find. If you can find mm-hmm. 11 swinging you-know-whats to go out mm-hmm. there and believe that if I reroute this man and push him out of bounds, get my depth, be on my landmarks, read the eyes of the quarterback, it will work. You just better yep. have some horses up front to rush. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, that's, yeah. Look, if there's no pass rush, you'll get it. Does, it doesn't yeah, work yeah, if you I don't have that. a defensive tackle yeah. that, can, that can do some stuff. In there. Yeah. Listen, a- I think Amel, the Amel I think knows he's been for one for 15 years. I think they've been yeah, looking for I've seen the Tampa two up close without a Warren Sapp. It doesn't really work without that. Hey, man, ask the Tampa Bay Buccaneers when Anthony McFarlane took it over. I think he had one sack in 20 games. But yeah, right. yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah. So he knows yeah. what that deal is. Can the Panthers make it through the regular season undefeated, in your opinion? Man, we talking about a, a team right now that's playing with a lot of confidence. And you, you know that guy, better, you know, Chad. Hey, I'm playing better. with a lot of confidence right now, Chad. And if you know, it, like, you know this as well as I do, whenever you have a lot of confidence and people go, all right, how do we stop the, uh, the Carolina Panthers? Stop the run. Cam throws five touchdowns. <laughs> that's the right. I mean, that's, yeah, that's really, the hardest when, part. Man, listen, when, when you have a two-headed monster and then it could possibly be a three-headed monster with a running quarterback on the option, ah, that's, yeah, uh, that's, that's really, really tough if you're showing up. In, and I'm the defensive tackle, and you go, okay, Seth, we got to stop this run game. All right, we got to stop the run game. All right, now the quarterback's throwing the ball good. All right, and the quarterback is six foot five and runs four five. Are oh, you shitting me? I mean, <laughs> I've told Amo. I've told Amo on a number of occasions because I've, yeah, I've met, I've met, I've met Cam Newton several times. He's a big <sighs> human being. Listen, he's big, big. Fast, agile, mobile. Yeah, it's not even right. Style. It's not even right. Yeah, it's not even right. Um, well, he's a hey, big guy. On our show the other day, purple, I said. I call him the purple unicorn because he's unique and special. Yeah, he, and he, you know what? He should be the NFL MVP at this point, in my opinion, because if you look at what they have outside on the outside in Carolina, listen, what he's doing down there is they, nothing short listen, of incredible. In a year ago, the right and left tackle retired. Yep. The same yeah. year. That's crazy. Yep. 
the same all season, and then they got rid of one of his running backs out of the backfield, and then got rid of the one receiver that was that was actually catching the ball. But they drafted the ball from Florida State. Then he blew his knee out. I mean, right? He, You'd have never he, he, been able to tell me at the beginning of this year that Cam Newton would have a game where he throw five touchdown passes to because you can barely name who he's throwing the ball to. to. Five different people that you can't yeah. name in a lineup. Yeah. No, I mean yeah, that's what I know. said to me right now. He's he's your and people get mad because they want to go, but Brady, Brady. But listen, Brady's great. I'm not denying that. But if you take what Cam Newton well, done there, well, I got there, this for you. I got this for you. The NFL is the only league that if you have the numbers, they're giving you the trophy. I mean, because Barry Bonds supposed to have ten MVPs in baseball, but they didn't sure. get to him. But they, they, it's not gonna happen in our league. It's not because we directly correlate. Fans, fantasy, numbers, MVP. Get in that line. That got to give it up. Well, then I mean, Brady's getting it. If you're, oh, if you're really? <laughs> yeah, of course. I watched Dante, Dante Culpepper throw 49 touchdowns one season and didn't get it. Yeah. <laughs> I, well, well, I, I know. Like I said, I'm with, I mean, hey, man. Hey, so no, speaking of, ask you speaking a question here about our Cowboys. Listen, i, I got to bring you over here. He's to making mom, moms and little girls cry at the game because he's dabbing <laughs> on food. There's no <laughs> way. <laughs> or, or bapping. Bapping or dabbing? Yeah, bapping. You know. God, what bapping? is Chad, let me bring, what, let me bring what, Staff and Mike to our – Staff and I like the I same team. We like the Cowboys. And i got to ask him a, a Cowboy question. Two guys got this miss from the Cowboys last week, cut – supposedly because they didn't wear a suit on a road trip. Now, I call BS on that. I say that basically that's, that the Cowboys are just saying that because if these guys could play, they could have showed up naked for the road trip and they'd still be on the Cowboys. So what do you say to that? Is that true? They got cut because they didn't wear a suit? Oh, no, I agree with you. Because in any football organization, your worth and the BS that you bring is weighed. And if your worth on the football team don't outweigh the BS that you bring, you're out the door. Right. Mm-hmm. So that's just a convenient excuse, you know, Mr. No, Calamino did wear a suit, so we cut not him. A conven- not a convenient excuse. These idiots thought that they could come to the to the state without without a suit. And right. then their play doesn't equal you coming to the damn plane without a suit. Yeah, that's so Jimmy. I mean, that, I mean, people, that makes perfect people, sense. People, people used to say this to me all the time. Hey, man, how do you come to the club with flip-flops on? Uh, you want to ask the people at the door? <laughs> I, just, yeah. I just get dressed and show up. I mean, I don't, I don't, I don't really think about the part that you know, man, that one salary, you know, all that. I don't think about that part. I just go. I mean, <laughs> if you, yeah. can, if you, if your worth ain't worth that, then you got to follow the rules. Right, right. And that that goes back to what you you know, an old Miami coach Jimmy Johnson once said when he cut a guy for sleeping in a meeting and they Listen, said if you were if you were just sleeping in a meeting and he said cut. no. If it if it's Dan Marino, I wake Dan up, say Dan, you had a rough night, you need a little coffee. I mean that, that's yeah. what you do. <laughs> exactly. right. If your work on the scale is not more than the BS that you bring to the organization, you are gone. Yeah, and that works for everybody. Even legends, when they get to the point of, oh, of mean, not being it, legends, it, it, STO. It, STO. It, listen, it, it, that's exactly what happened to Terrell. When the BS you bring, like Moss, when the BS you bring right. is more than the talent on the football field, you are gone. That's exactly. That's what. It. Hey, listen. So. That's what happened to Terrell Owens at the end of his career. I mean, people yep. put up with Terrell Owens listen, when he was all pro. We can name Chad a, a plethora of Chad them. Johnson, that, 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 hey, listen. To 
noncompliance. You got to go. Right. Or less miles. No. If the <laughs> went numb, huh? Went numb. <laughs> Three straight losses, and people start talking about, man, you didn't manage the end of that game too right. You, you might need Listen, to Listen, man, this we is the riverboat gambler at, at, at every point in his life. When yep. the man flipped that ball and it hit the ground and luckily bounced right back up to the to the kicker, I I I, I said, you know what, this man walk on water. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> when you throw an oblong shaped football in the air over your head as a as a holder, I mean, yeah. I mean, what I, guarantees I, did you have there? What what? I mean, yeah. <laughs> if you throw this ball and you turn and look and throw it, I mean, it's a Thirty percent chance you're gonna complete that because you're down on your knee or whatever. I mean, this man grabbed the ball, throw it up. <laughs> yeah, good lord. Yeah, I mean, good. He's lived a charmed life, old doc. Anything he does. Yeah. It was well, do you agree with him being on the hot seat? This man did. It was unbelievable some of the things this man did on a Saturday afternoon. Saturday afternoon. Saturday what do you night think football? of him being on the hot seat, though? Uh, he's more than the hot seat. He's gonna get fired. What do you think of that development? Listen, how many championships he got? One, I believe. One. One. How many, how many wild, crazy, I can't believe he called that, I can't believe they did that place he had? Oh, several. More than we can count. And then yeah, the last the last three weeks has been what? Clock management and foolishness. And, <laughs> and Fournette can't get 100 yards, let's be honest. Hey, That's man, you got one of the greatest. But you got Christian you Walker in the backfield. And you can't but you don't have anything. Down. Yeah, I know. I know. Yeah. It's over. Listen, man. That is. <laughs> it's tough. Whenever you got an alumni that, you know, is looking at, you know, what they think is Hershey Walker in the backfield and a defense that's, you know, biting and playing pretty well, they expect wins. You got to win. You're yeah, judged by your wins and losses as a head coach. You're judged by your wins and losses. And they think they got a football team that can go to the championship in a week year around America. Hey, man, come on. Well, yeah, you're Amo has, a, Amo has a Thanksgiving question for you. I just say, oh, yeah, I do. <laughs> okay, here we go, Warren. Do you like fried turkey? Because I've never had one. Everybody tells me it's great. Do I need to fry you one, Emil? Yeah, I mean, You might seriously. need to do that. Ooh. Yeah, you, I never had. You, well, you invited me, but you, you won't tell me where you're at, so how do I even? No, 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 no. Actually, I didn't invite you. <laughs> I, I told you to make sure you had you a turkey and a free and a fried turkey. So uh, where you at? I, I'll come over with the bucket and the, and the peanut oil. I'm in Pennsylvania, man. <laughs> you, you can oh, go. To, you can hit New God. York two hours from my house. Oh you my can go God. to New York, drop did off you, my turkey. You, you're in you're in Pennsylvania. What I mean, yeah. you in Philly? No, I'm 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 up near Scranton, two hours north of oh, Philly, yeah, okay, two Scranton. hours west of New York I know City. I know you. I know you. I know you. I like Philly a lot. I know you. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you, you know what? When 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 the snow starts falling and you get a couple of days off, you come south. I got you. All right. See, I that's you. great. It's, I got you. I'm planning on coming to Miami. Actually, a, I, a, I visited Chad a couple pounder. years ago down there. I got a 17-pounder. I I, I drop him in there for you, and I got you. Is fried turkey a staple in a sap Thanksgiving? Is that a must? It became one in 2010. I was out at the Chinaman's, uh, George Chen. You know George Chen from the University of Miami. Man, yeah. he was out there, and, you know, I had to do the show on uh, game days that morning. So we fired it mm-hmm. up, and I said, George, 
I said, I'm not going to be at my mama's house for the first time in a long time. I said, this is not fun, and I'm not going to Nana's house. This is even worse, you know, because Nana mm. got the best mac and cheese you ever tasted in your life. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, <laughs> oh, my God. So so I got Ellie in the kitchen. She's trying to uh, duplicate Nana uh, mac and cheese, trying to duplicate my mom's dressing. So they's like, who's going to do the turkey? I'm like, I'm going to fry a turkey. George looked at me like, huh? I'm like, I got this. So when I bought the bucket, got the uh, blower, fired it up, dropped it on there, pulled the peanut oil up to the line. I mean, they just tell you exactly what it is. Then you hook the thing inside the turkey, and drop them in there, and it's three minutes for every pound. So you're 17 pounds. It takes 51 minutes. So, boom, there it is. Yeah, and you got to love that. I mean, gotta, I mean gotta you're, talking about, you're talking about something juicy. Oh, my goodness. I got one for you, Emil. Have you ever had smoked turkey? Oh, I've had smoked turkey. I've yeah, I've had smoked turkey. Though. You know what? I'm yet I've to have a fried turkey. turkey. All right. I got a smoked turkey this year. I'm going with it. You're going to smoke a turkey or you're getting no, a smoked I ordered turkey? a smoked turkey from the uh, oh, firefighter nice. guy that's over here at the uh, little spot right over here by the car wash. He, he's, oh, he's a good barbecue man. Now, how do you plan your meal? Are you an early, like, let's eat during the Lions game because they suck kind of guy? No, or do you actually, wait till actually, I'm a coordinator with whoever the mother of the house is, because you ain't going in nobody's kitchen that I know of. Oh, like yeah. That I know you get you like, one of them kitchens, you get bust up. You you better sit out on the couch and get you a drink <laughs> until somebody tell you it's time to eat. <laughs> well, that's how, I've that's been married 22 years. Yeah, you know, the layman white guy, let me tell you this, this is how I work in the black household. You don't walk in a black woman's kitchen with a whole bunch of food and everything around. You go in there and say, excuse me, um, can I get a, a drink? Uh, yeah, 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 baby, the, 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 the refrigerator's over there. You get you a drink Warren, and you go back the, to your It's couch. the same. Blacks and Italians are the same like that. Okay? Yeah, yeah, yeah. My wife's I already Italian. noticed. The more, the more is actually spawning. Don't worry about it. I got you. No doubt about it. But, <laughs> but my wife, I have a good wife. I've been married 22 years. Yeah, she knows, you get told. I'm a, I'm a cowboy fan. Yeah, She, she me plans too. the dinner yeah. around me watching that. That's it. Oh, you know, is that see? right? See, you got a woman that loves you. See, black women don't care nothing about that TV or that game. So you better be watching the game. <laughs> you you be watching the game. Almost did get told, "Hey, it's time to eat." Then you're like, "Okay, third down. Hold on, let me watch the third." <laughs> she like yeah. third down. Yeah, I and, get up, and, I get uh, up on the punt. Saps right. I get up on the punt. <laughs> yeah, Saps, Saps right. Don't don't Emma, go. Emma, don't, you don't get go. up on the punt. You fix you a plate real fast. And if the commercial is short or you know something going on and they come back to it, you be looking over like, "No, no, you got to kick it off." And you know you understand. You got a couple minutes, but. <laughs> Oh, yeah, God. don't go straight in there <laughs> too early anymore, man. Like, oh, hey, no, go get go a check soda and sit whopped. down. You get whopped. Boy, go get you a nice uh, frosted beverage if if you like an adult beverage, or go get you a check soda or one of them ruby reds. You'll be all right. <laughs> <laughs> hey, listen, I, I, I agree. I know I'm lucky. I hear stories all the time. She I, she says, listen, I, that's what he likes to do. So we, we eat around one thirty, two o'clock. She knows I don't care if I miss two hours of the Lions game. That's great. You know, that uh, adds years to my life. Uh, and, uh, and then she has to watch the Cowboys. <laughs> Listen, when you're a Cowboy fan, there's nothing that gets in the way of the Cowboys. Because, listen, my, my sister-in-law married Alvin Harper, so... I got a house full of Cowboy wow. fans with trophies and everything. So we sit around the table and eat like, I mean, it's crazy. But we don't sit around the table, not like that. The kids sit around the table. We don't be in front of the TV. <laughs> we, got, we got football fans. I mean, you crazy? You crazy? There's no way we finna sit around. I mean, we don't sit and pray. I mean, everybody going to grab hands, lock hands. We're going to say the prayer and everything, make sure that that is absolutely, you know, on point. But after that, it's every man for himself. Release the hounds. 
Oh, well, Sat, man, I know you're uh, I know you're headed to a oh, really no, no, good no. Thanksgiving. I got to tell you, like you'll love fun. this. My, yeah. my Thanksgiving this year, 2015, will be at mm-hmm. the Campbell residence. Luther Campbell's wife invited me over for no. Thanksgiving dinner. Yes. So I, I'm, I'm going to have a nice, subdued, nice, I mean, I mean, nothing, nothing foolish. Subdued? That word doesn't sound like it goes with Luther Campbell, man. And new wife? And yeah, kids? He's got a five-year-old son in the house. I just feel like they always got to be. No, you go by Luther Campbell House, man. It's, it's so clean and white and, and lovely, and the, the atmosphere. I kids you, you run into toys. I look at them. I say, yes, you have been domestic. Can I tell you how? Can I tell you how strange <laughs> it was to be coaching a football game uh, on the opposite side of the field against Luke? Of that Luther? That happened Campbell. in football season. Of Luther Campbell. Yeah, right? it just felt strange as all hell. He's I domesticated, no doubt about it. He's domesticated. Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. congrats, congrats on that. Who thought that would ever happen? Well, listen, man. Uh, appreciate you coming on ahead of this Thanksgiving. And um, you, look, you know what? Next Tuesday, you can give us a report on how that subdued Thanksgiving with Luther Campbell went. Can't and wait to hear we'll about talk, that. And we'll talk about Emerald's two team, the Jets and the uh, Falcons. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. How, they're, how they're doing after Thanksgiving. You did warn me. You did warn me. You got me people that. saying the Falcons won't make it to the playoffs now. No, no. The Falcons ain't going to the playoffs. And I, was, I mean, you know me. I've always been a, a, a Falcon killer. You know, not a Falcon hater. I've always been a Falcon killer because I call it Raymond James North. We used to go up in there and have a party. I mean, <laughs> the, Fal- the Falcons just are very good. I mean, if they guys just go in there and punch them in the mouth, they're going to run it high. I mean, absolutely. Wow. Yeah, they're going to wow. run well, it listen, high. Man, they, we, uh, they don't want to fight. They don't want to fight. They want to play pretty. Well, you, yeah, you have yourself a great Thanksgiving, Zap. Enjoy it. Listen, and I'll cook you a fried turkey as soon as you get to the great state of Florida and in the county of Dade. Have a yeah, okay, well, that's fair, that's fair enough because I, I'm going to try to get down there this, this February with the wife for when it gets cold up here. Oh, and, that's uh, beautiful, uh, right there. Yeah. I'm, oh, a lot of free time. Come on through, baby. Yeah. Okay, good. I'll take Hold you up. up on that. I show up, up, Zap. Happy Thanksgiving. All right, All right Zap. Oh, trust me, I appreciate show up. you coming uh, on. I don't man. do nothing but show up and show out. <laughs> there you go. There you go. All right, man, looking forward to talking to you next Tuesday. Enjoy the Thanksgiving. All right, Warren Sapp there. Hall of Famer Warren Sapp. We're covering everything from fried turkey. How about that? He's going to make me a fried turkey. I'm all excited. Take Mm. pictures or video, please. Do a Snapchat. How about that of uh, you heading down? (laughs) Of what? My fried fried turkey? Yeah, your fried turkey turkey deal with uh, Mr. Warren Sapp. That that needs to be uh, memorialized on video. Well, I'm bringing you. Oh, I may or may not be there. Who the hell knows? We'll take a quick break, and we'll end with the final segment of the Gridiron Stud Show right after this. You want the truth? Well, here it is. Speed kills, and in no other sport is that true than in football. Speed gets you to the end zone. Speed gets you to the ball carrier. Speed makes you a winner. Do you want championship-type speed? Do you want speed that kills? Then Complete Speed is what you need. Complete Speed is turning athletes into game breakers. With quick and easy methods that are easy to understand, Complete Speed can shave time off your 40-yard dash, make you quicker and more explosive. They have a clear progression, drills, and exercises, along with specific instructions. They also have proven sample workouts and programs for you, the individual, or for you, the coach. Speed is what you need, so hurry now and check out Complete Speed. Just go to gridironstuds.com forward slash complete speed. That's gridironstuds.com forward slash complete speed for more information right now. 
We're back for a final segment of the uh, Tuesday edition of the Gridiron Stud Show. And sap goes a mile a minute, doesn't Can it? Can I read off some of Wendell Campbell's stuff? songs here? Because, you know, you know, I'm unfamiliar with, with rap. Okay. you got to be familiar with Luther Campbell. I, I know who he is, of course, but, but his songs, he's got It's Your Birthday. I know that. One, uh, uh, one we of want, favorites, yes. We Want yes. Some Pussy. Uh-huh. Face Down, Ass Up. Uh-huh. <laughs> this is the subdued Thanksgiving. <laughs> Dirty nursery rhymes. Hoochie mama. He's, he's changed, though. He's not, there's there's no doubt. He he has he has changed. He's uh, like Sap said, domesticated, uh, and it did feel absolutely funny being on the opposite end of uh, a football field coaching in a game against against him this season. You know, uh, I'm not sure if Sap appeared in it. I'm in a Luke video. Can you imagine that? Believe? Can you believe that? Yeah, How are you in a video? Of, uh, when oh, you're this? gonna have to. You're definitely gonna have to go YouTube that one. That that's for sure. What song? That was, that's from my uh, that's from my playing, my playing days. You know, it happened within the first six six months of me being at the University of Miami. You know, so that's definitely one you're gonna. What have video to is I'm, it? Tell me, I'm, I can't. I'm at I can't. the end. And what's the video? What's what name? What's the What's the song? Well, what's the name? What's the, What's the name of the song? What's the name of the song? Hold on one second here. Doing something. Dick Entertain Almighty. our fans. Well, <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm trying to see if I can find this on YouTube for you. But I ain't did, bullshitting. <laughs> <laughs> no, man. This is. Hey, where'd you go? Where'd you get these songs from? You went and read these songs off of, off of, uh, off of Google. Is that what you did? You got no, it. listen, I'm, uh, I just pull it up as everything comes up, man. It gives me the album and everything. <laughs> uh, you're crazy. <laughs> uh, well, the name of the song is Doodoo Brown, okay? So you go look Doodoo up Doodoo Brown. Doodoo Brown on okay. YouTube. And I'll I'm, look for I'm you. there at the end. It was part of the wildest night ever in his club, Luke's, down on Miami Beach. Um, as you well, well know, he has an affinity for University of Miami football players. So right. we would get into Luke's free, and uh, he was filming his video. All day he filmed his video. So he had a portion that he did at his home with, you know, at, with pool, and he had several players on the team that appeared in that. Um, and then there was the uh, the evening shoot at his club, and, man, a really, really Stupid wild night at his club that night, and you know, ended up there at the end. I think uh, I don't remember who's in the shot at the end. I'm pointing at the screen. Yeah, I'd be interested in seeing if you could figure out, you know, uh, where I am in that video. But again, it's to the end. See if you can well, figure you know, out. Well, you know, sometimes this afternoon I'll be watching that video. So that yeah, that's I know, special. I know you. Will, I got but to it see was, that. It was it was it was crazy in the room. I think I want to say I want to say Ice Cube was was in the shot. It was Luke. Um, and I forget someone, some other celebrity there, but it was uh, it was a wild night, and several of us appeared, and it, and it became a little bit of a mini controversy that these University of Miami football players appeared in a uh, in a video with with uh, Luther Campbell. So uh, the NCAA didn't like that. that. went down. I don't. They didn't like anything that we did. They didn't like that we took the field every Saturday. So I really feel like uh, at a certain point the NCAA. And its rule members or whoever made up that thing just plotted on the University of Miami year after year. Well, at that they point, they spent did. Every you guys were winning yeah, too much. Spent, you know the NCAA yeah. rule. You can't win too Which much. Which I think was bad for college football, if you ask me, Emil. It really was bad for college football that you went about it. Um, 
and and you systematically tried to destroy a program that brought a lot of attention to college football. I don't know if in this day and age, Emil, something like that would happen, because because we are so more so much more savvy about capturing eyeballs and and capturing market share in terms of. Uh, you know, viewing audience. I don't know in this day and age if the University of Miami would have come around in the 2000, if they would have, if they would have started in 2010, doing what we were doing. If systematically the NCAA would have tried to, you know, dismantle the University of Miami back then, a little archaic. Um, and, and well, yeah, they didn't I understand that. I don't think they they truly understood, you know, the power marketing, of marketing no. as they do now. Yeah, uh, so you know maybe we do we have five minutes before we're off because because I got something for you here. Absolutely, have at it. Better be okay. good before we go because because you know we're not going to be on before Thanksgiving. So why don't we? I was thinking about this since we're not going to be on mm-hmm. before Thanksgiving. I know I'm hitting you out of left field here. Go mm-hmm. down the NFL games on Thanksgiving since that's really the focal point. Uh, and uh, you know we'll just go through each game. Share some opinions because uh, I don't I don't have any hard opinions. I got to be honest with you. I haven't looked at them. I'm still. Okay, I mean, I'm we'll still, have to uh, I know you didn't do You know what, we didn't even, you, uh, you know, we, we might, depending on you, we might have a little bit more time. We do need to recap what we did this weekend. Why don't we start with that, and then we hit these games on the way out. Fair or unfair? Okay, that's fair enough. Um, let's right. see, we'll start with the college. You know, uh, I'll let you go second there since you can brag a little bit. Uh, in college, uh, not a great week for me. I was one and two. Mm-hmm. I had been doing decent in college until this week. I started off with taking Louisville plus two. They got handled at Pittsburgh uh, quite easily, and I give Pitt credit. Pitt I don't know nice what's season. happened there. I don't know what's happened there because that I thought was a, a solid pick, but they have uh, man, they've fallen in the toilet over there at Louisville. They did. And Pitt's Petrino, had a solid like, season. Pitt. Pardon? Yeah, I missed you there. You, you hopped out. Pitt no, had, had a solid season. Pitt had a solid season. Pitt's going to be a problem for the University of Miami this weekend. Oh yeah. Yeah, now, so. I took a loss in the next game, and, you know, obviously when we get to your picks, you and I were opposite on this game, and good job by you. I mean, I I, I should have my head checked. I took Wisconsin laying 10, and uh, as the game started and they played for a while, I realized there was no way Wisconsin could score enough points you to cover the game? a 10-point spread. I, I watched uh, you a couple watch the game? first. Yeah, early on, and I just turned it off. I said, this is over. I mean, I'm, I just watched the Wisconsin offense, and I said, what the hell was I thinking making this pick? Uh, I took a loss there. And then my only winner, I laid 11 with Stanford. I just felt that that's a quality program right now. David Shaw does a really good job. I felt like they would shake the Oregon game quickly uh, and sew up the Pac-12 North with a win over their arch rival Cal. And they did that 35-22. They were up by 19. So they, you really weren't sweating it at the end. Uh, they, they, they covered the 11. So I was 1-2 and two on the day, dropping my college record to 21-15. and 15. Uh, still, still a decent record. No, you know, you, nothing to nothing to be up, oh, upset about right there. That. If you're what are you six games over five hundred there, so yep. definitely a good deal. Well, I got back on track. I went zero and three last week. Talk about Jekyll and Hyde. Zero and three last week. This week came back with a three and zero, and it started off with. Uh, uh, let's talk about that game, Northwestern and and Wisconsin. Um, I know Northwestern plays good defense. I knew Wisconsin was offensively challenged. Uh, and I wasn't sure that Wisconsin would score more than twice in this football game, and I thought Northwestern only needed to find some kind of a score, whether it was a field goal, something, um, and they would they would you know be inside this number. So that worked out for me. Uh, went with Michigan versus Penn State. I got to tell you, I was a little iffy on that one. 
because I was worried about the game next week that Michigan's going to be involved in and thought nah, maybe there's a chance, but I've had it. I've seen Penn State play, um, and I just didn't think that they would be a good match against Michigan's defense if Michigan came to play the way that they needed to play. And seeing as though Michigan, in the eyes, at least before we went into this last weekend, being the underdog in that Michigan-Ohio State matchup next week, I thought they would be uh, the team out of those two that would need to prove something in the game the week before. Uh, I've noticed that over the years that uh, the team that is the underdog in the big matchup usually has something to prove the week before. So I went I went on that premise and, and rode with Michigan. And then Minnesota versus Illinois. Illinois, uh, with the exception of one game this year, has just not been a very good road team. And uh, I knew Minnesota would be playing hard for the coach. Uh, that that's leaving. You do know how you season, won that so. game, right? Which one, Illinois and Minnesota? Yes. Yeah, it doesn't matter. <laughs> oh, I'm not. Oh, I'm not complaining. You you cashed a ticket. I'm, do you know how you won? No, I didn't see the game. The kid from Minnesota, running out the clock with over two minutes left, ripped off whatever a 60-plus yard run touchdown, and the coach smartly, by the way, I think, went for mm. two because he said, "Hey, listen, I'm up 30 to 23." Most coaches kick the extra. And then, okay, well, the game's still a one-score game. He went for two knowing that even if I miss it, they're just going to kick the extra and send it to overtime instead of, you know, the only thing I'm losing is making the other team score two points. I can end the game right here. He went for two, got it, and they won 32-23. And you got to love that kind of thinking at the end of the game because, you know, a lot of times, you know, people just don't even give that a thought. They screw that part up. Um, and that's a, that's what people think is a small part of a game that's actually a bigger part of the game than people care to realize. Just the, what do you oh, that, do the, after I found a touchdown late chat in the game? Absolutely refreshing because for years I would sit there as a fan. Now, point spread aside, sometimes it doesn't work. But as a fan, I'd say, well, wait, if I score and it puts me up seven and I merely mm-hmm. kick the extra point, all I've really ensured is if the other team scores a touchdown, they've they got to make a two-point conversion. Mm-hmm. If I miss the the two pointer, if I go for it, they're going to kick the extra anyway and send it into overtime. So either way, I wonder if that's. I'm pretty uh, much, I wonder if I wonder if that's on the chart. I think you should always, when you're up seven and you have a chance to kick an extra to go up eight or go for two, I think you should always go for two because if the other team scores, if you allow a touchdown drive, the only mm-hmm. thing they're going to do is kick the extra anyway and send you to overtime. And Unless you know what, Gary yeah, Patterson. Of course, unless you're Gary, Gary Patterson, Patterson. You're going for two <laughs> and trying to get the win there. Actually, a move I agree with when you're on the road. I'm with Gary Patterson 100% on that. I don't want to play an overtime game with you in your stadium. Just, no. Nah. Let me tell you, 99% right there of the time, momentum. I'm with Gary Patterson there. The only problem I have in that particular situation, he had scored 16 unanswered points, and he was playing against the backup quarterback. That's the only reason I probably would say I'll take my chances in overtime. I got momentum. Well, well wouldn't you say got... in that instance, of, how about this train of thought? You know, you got momentum. I got these guys on the ropes. They're reeling. You know, if I let it go to overtime, they get a chance to, you know, t- sigh and breathe and re- collect themselves. If I got you against the ropes, man, I'm going for the uppercut. That'd I understand. my thought process. But it's one football play, and anything can go wrong on one football play, whereas if I kick the extra point, I like my chances against their quarterback in that spot because he hasn't played much all year. 
that that's yeah. I guess logic. there's several trains of thought on that, and you could you know I guess second guess it now since they came up short. But I wonder yeah. if Gary Patterson makes that same decision if they're an undefeated football team going into that game. I wonder. Probably not. Yeah, probably not. All right. Nevertheless, three and zero. Okay, so you go three and zero. Your record is twenty three and thirteen, and that's actually quite impressive. Good job. Good good job by you. Yeah, I needed that comeback uh, because I'm not doing anything in the National Football League. Let's talk about that. I uh, my NFL picks started off rainy, and uh, you know, it was just one of those weekends for me. Thank God Cincinnati came through, but they almost didn't. Uh, I started off with the Miami Dolphins, thought for sure they could get themselves a win at home. They really, really needed. Maybe Tony Romo would be rusty, and, you know, um, the Cowboys have been beaten down. I know they might get a little bit of a charge with Romo coming back, but they just didn't know how to win a football game. Well, they found out how to win a football game. They rediscovered that whole feeling against the Miami Dolphins. That cost me a pick there. I did go with Minnesota. Um, you know what? I should have smelled a rat when they were below three points here. A team with a better record, just in general. When you're at home and you're the team with a better record and the odds makers don't think enough of you to give you uh, at least a field goal as a favorite in this game, that says something. Um, and and yeah. what it says was Green Bay was on their on their way to fixing whatever the hell has been going on the last three weeks, and they did. Uh, Aaron Rodgers was Aaron Rodgers. But the biggest thing for Green Bay in this game was that you know, man, they turned around and handed the damn ball to Eddie Lacy. And uh, they did a good job of, you know, being consistent with their running game. And it kind of showed the uh, Vikings, whose boss, go into Minnesota and get a win. So that was loss number Yeah, they slapped them around pretty good in the second half. They did. They really did. Um, and in Cincinnati, late at night, um, they did stay inside this number, though they uh, had several occasions there late in the game where they were trying to give it away and send me catapulting to an 0 and 3 which would have been my back to back 0 and 3 NFL Sunday but nevertheless they came through at the end and uh I ended up 1 and 2 where's that put my miserable NFL record 12 and 18 good a couple Lord of pushes almighty. too well, well at least my, I'm, my Sunday at least in the I'm NFL overall, for once was it was good for me. I started with Miami like you, and I felt all the things you said. You know, I'm at, even as a Cowboys fan, I said, "Geez, you know, it's hard to just insert a guy who's seven games in a row and then win." My God, you know, if, I'll tell you what. I think Cowboy fans realize just how valuable a player now Tony Romo is because to get off the bench and not play in eight weeks, take a team on a seven-game losing streak, go on the road and win—that's impressive. Mm. Yeah, and, no uh, question. Can't take we that took away a loss from there. No, we took yep. a loss. Then the the pick you scoffed at a little. I, I sensed it in your voice. I know you long enough. <laughs> I took the Tampa Bay Buccaneers plus six, and my my logic was quite simple. For some godforsaken reason, Chip Kelly has convinced everybody except other NFL coaches that he's a genius, and that includes yeah, Las Vegas. They just keep inserting this guy as a six and seven point favorite at home. And in the NFL, when you're a six and seven point favorite, even at home, that's a pretty big favorite. Um, the week before. He was that favored against Miami. They lost outright. Now he has mm-hmm. his backup quarterback playing a very young and up-and-coming Tampa team that has something to prove. And, again, they make him a six-point favorite. And Tampa Bay just went in there and trampled them. That was How do you, as the Philadelphia joke. Eagles, let a rookie quarterback come in your stadium and toss five touchdowns? And hang 45 points on you, yeah. I mean, it's... How in the hell do you do that? How I mean, about, how about my rookie of the year pick coming looking, looking oh, yeah. like uh, yeah, no, he's, 
Diesel, I'm going to pat my I mean, back heavily if he wins that award. I'm telling you right now. Well, you're going to break I, your I elbow patting your back. I picked a Florida State guy, too. So yeah, I know. Um, but now he looked great. He's looking, Tampa looking rolled. They rolled, and uh, that was a win for me very easily. And then finally, another easy win. Uh, I just looked at Kansas City, and I said, you know, it's a team that early in the year I was surprised at how bad they were. Because I, I thought they, they were better than this. And they, they've been playing very well lately. I think that this was their fourth win in a row Sunday. And the Chargers, there's just something missing there. I mean, the roster's not nearly as bad as the results. But for some reason, uh, the Chargers just are not what we're used to seeing out there. And uh, Kansas City was a three-point road favorite, and they just went out there and completely waxed the San Diego Chargers 33-3. to So that was an easy win. Uh, two and one for the weekend. I'm thrilled. My NFL hasn't been up to par this year. I'm 11 and 20. I still have work to do, but uh, I, I, I think I got it right, and I'm going in the right direction here. God, I hope you're right. Um, <laughs> we need it. Yeah, we need it. Yes. Our combined records in the NFL are tragic right now. You'd be uh, doing pretty well if you've gone if you've gone the opposite way on us. Okay, let's talk about the uh, the Thursday, the Thanksgiving Day NFL games, which I think is a pretty decent lineup. Um, not of, bad of for no, not bad for yeah, first. NFL off the twelve twelve thirty game. I call it the turkey game. I'll watch the first half and then get called to dinner, and then you know mm. check it on the phone if it's close. But uh, you know because the wife has to put some music on in the background. I never, I never eat dinner that early. Never. It will never be during that noon game. It's always going to be post four o'clock. Usually six o'clock. We sit down and eat. So uh, that okay. would be somewhere around halftime of that. Carolina. Yeah, there you go. Well, we got the Eagles. Are, the Eagles are a pick against the Lions, and I'm going to tell you again. Why? I'm, Why? I don't know. I'm going against the Eagles again on the road. Uh, th- there's there's a lot of dissent down there. We've heard the stories now that Eagle players are calling Demarco Murray out. That didn't take long. Uh, he's not running hard, sliding before the marker. And you know, I don't know. I haven't seen it because I don't watch enough of their games. But he got the money now, and he's realizing it's in the bank. And I want to enjoy it. <laughs> Why is he sliding? I don't know. Apparently, he was a third and one. And he turned the corner against Miami and uh, saw the corner step up, and they said he slid before the marker. I never saw him. He did a Sean slide. Alexander. He really did that? He did yeah. a Sean Alexander? Yes, he did a Sean Alexander, apparently. Yeah, well, that's too bad. Detroit so back what do you to think back about wins. this game? Detroit back-to-back wins. I mean, the line scares me to be honest with you. And, you know, I know what you said. If for some reason they're in love with Chip Kelly, but after the two games they just played, eh, why the hell? The Lions are off of back-to-back wins. They're at home. It's Thanksgiving. It's a short week. Why the hell are the Eagles anywhere close to being a favorite? I guess i got to go with the Lions, but I'm a little leery of this line. I smell a rat. I smell fish. I think the Eagles are a very strong public play because of Chip Kelly. I think the average football fan sees the Eagles against – sub-500 teams, and that's really kind of what the Dolphins and Bucks were, and the line gets inflated. And in this case, even though they're on the road, they're 4-6 and six playing the Lions, who are 3-7. and seven. What, the, what the public doesn't take into account is the Lions are playing better of the two. They just look at the records. They pick up their New York Post. They see Eagles 4-6, and six, Chip Kelly, genius, need win, and yeah, that's how I think it happens, really, I think. Yeah, you know, just quoted probably an actual headline. Uh, I'd lean the Lions' way. It's a short week for the Eagles, and good, you know, they just 
you know, with a team like the Eagles that faces a whole bunch of plays every week on defense, to have a short week and not heal up, never a good deal for them. They are the they're the worst team I think to probably be picking on a short week. Uh, there's a big one for your Cowboys, man. Second on, game, uh, your favorite team and my favorite team. We got your closet Panther fan and Cam Newton. They're a one and a half point road favorite at, coming in at ten and zero against the Cowboys. I what think this think? is a legit shot for the Panthers' undefeated season to end. Um, it's a, again, we got the short week deal um, going again for the Carolina Panthers. Uh, you're playing a Cowboys team that's energized now. They got their quarterback back and he immediately paid off dividends. And um, you know, I, I think it's a dangerous game for Carolina. Though I couldn't pick this, you know, for nothing. Um, you know, Carolina. Well, one thing I learned Carolina watching football, Romo's they're going to beat the Cowboys. But well, Romo's aged like good wine. I mean, he's 35, and honestly, the last two years is the best football I've ever seen him play. The way he controls the game anymore. I mean, quarterback, is he's made the, the actual playing of quarterback secondary now. Now he's a, he's a manager. He gets to the line. He's like having an offensive coordinator on the field. I think mm-hmm. that energizes this team, and I think a 10-0 and team coming in really actually helps the Cowboys in this case because they certainly aren't going to take the Panthers lightly. I'd be actually more concerned for a team like Dallas having a losing team coming in here and just figuring, okay, this is one we get to put in the bank. I have a right. feeling you're going to get an upset here. I really do. Yeah, I have a feeling you're going to I, I certainly feel like it's possible, but it's a difficult game for me to pick. Uh, I just think if Carolina comes and plays Carolina football, they're going to beat the Cowboys. But uh, the Cowboys have to be energized, man. They have to be energized uh, with getting their quarterback back and getting a tough road victory. They have, there's a certain amount of confidence I think they're going to be entering this game with, and that's going to be dangerous for Carolina. This late game, I don't know why. I just feel like Chicago could hang around this number for some reason. I do, too. That's a big win. Uh, actually, That's a I big win the Packers got on the road. Um, so, you know, I think um, I think they might be in a little bit of trouble covering this number, but not really in danger of losing this game. Packers can't come off of this Minnesota win and then, you know, come back with a loss against the Chicago Bears at home. No way. No. I think nine but points Chicago's is playing way too tough, many though. here. Chicago's yeah, they are. They're playing good ball. They're they're hanging in. They showed something fighting back against Denver last week. I hated the two point call they ran. I thought that was you know, they they fooled Denver running the ball with no timeouts left to get the score to seventeen fifteen. And then on the two point play they turn around and run basically the same play. Um I like some sort of run pass option with the quarterback rolling out because it gives me a chance if the play breaks down for something goofy to happen and the quarterback just gets free and runs it in. I hate those, you know, where you just run straight up the middle and the game's over, you know. I mean, it's like... Yeah. Um, Chicago's worked pretty good uh, the last couple of weeks off of a good running game. They didn't have it last week. Uh, You know, we'll see if the Packers attack the Chicago run game in the same fashion that they attacked Minnesota's and and holding Adrian Peterson in check. Alshon Jeffrey being able to play for the Bears will be big in this one. If he's in there, I really like them to to hang around this number, and I believe he is going to be playing in this game, so... Um, nine's a little too too much talk, in my opinion. So, so there you have it. Everybody should be on the Panthers, the Packers, and the Philadelphia Eagles. <laughs> yes. Yeah, so say Mister <laughs> Eleven and Twenty and Mister What? What the no, heck? No, that's am what I'm I? saying. I'm Go saying. the opposite. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. So that's that's where we're at. So, um, you know, I'm 
I'm going to have a good Thanksgiving. I know that. I know you will as well. And we'll see you back here on Friday. There will be, obviously, no Thanksgiving show, so I won't have a Thursday show. I am looking to have my recruiting roundtable on Wednesday. I do need to round up my guys, make sure they're not all traveling. But uh, I don't know. It'll be, t- round it'll be up hard the round table. Me, i got to round up the roundtable of recruiting reporters and see how many of them I can get landed on this show for tomorrow. So please stay tuned for that. And, again, that one's at 8 p.m. Um, and then, you know, it would be hard for me aim on the top last Wednesday show, which was absolutely crazy. But, you know, you never know. The, the uh, Internet and social media provide you with opportunities all the time. But, nevertheless, if you're listening today, we'd like to thank you very much for listening to the Gridiron Stud Show, uh, to myself and to Warren Sapp. I'm Chad Wilson. Thanks for listening, and enjoy the rest of your day. High school recruits out there, you want to get recruited by the colleges? Step up and visit squidironstuds.com today. We got college coaches visiting, we've got people visiting, we've got fans visiting. If you want to be seen, get your video up there right now. It's easy. Create a profile, takes two minutes. Stop playing games, get off of Facebook, take control of your future. Squidironstuds.com is where you need to be today. Visit now, set your profile up, and let yourself be seen. With Lucky Landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.